RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. Hey, gang, welcome into the A Place for My Head podcast. My name is Jerry P. Tuck. He is Brandon Thompson. Brandon, how are you, brother? I'm good. <laughs> I know you've had a lot going on, uh, obviously, with the shop and, and just life in general. But, you know, today we kind of want to get into a topic that everybody can relate to, and that's toxic people. <clears throat> yeah. Something you and I know a lot about. Too much, too much about, too much about. Yeah, no doubt. You know, we're going to talk about, you know, some of the characteristics that make up toxic people, uh, some of the qualities that most toxic people have. And, uh, you know, when it's time to cut bait and, you know, hang it up and say, you know what, I'm good. We're done. So, uh, you know, everybody gets to that point at some, you know, at, at some point in their life that, you know, enough is enough. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, the difficult thing is, you know, when it's a friend, it's one thing, but when it's family, it's another. And, you know, it's, it, it just sucks all the way around that, you know, I, I'm a big believer and I've always said that people, you know, I, people are like, you know, there, there are two types of people in this world, people that give you energy and people that suck it from you. Just take it completely away. You know, they're just vampires and, you know, that comes in a million different forms whether it's passive aggressiveness or, you know, just out and out being rude. And, you know, it, it just, it just sucks. And, and, you know, the, the problem is it, it, with everything going on in the world right now, everybody's already on edge as it is, you know? So when those people come along, it, it's exacerbated by what's going on in the world. Yeah. You know, you know, which kind of brings up a question. What, Let's define a toxic person. What defines, what makes a, a toxic person a toxic person? You know, I, I, I read a bunch of articles about it last night from a million different places, and I kind of came up with, with 10 different traits. 10? That, <laughs> 10 you that make a person toxic. Okay. All right. Let's hear number it, Number one. Yeah. Number one, master manipulators. They know how to play the game. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> number two. They are skilled liars. Ding, 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 ding. All right, I'll stop doing that, but yes. Uh, number three, they're all great actors. Yeah. Four, they all use people. Yeah. You know, one way or another, they all just use people. Man, you found like the 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 source, whatever you call it, dictionary. I mean, you've got the encyclopedia of toxic people. You got you're hitting everyone on the head. Dude, they lie, they steal, they're controlling. <laughs> All they do is criticize. Uh -huh. You know, uh, they create drama, they bully. These are all traits of a toxic person. Mm -hmm. And I have dealt with all of them. Well, I think we all have yeah. at one point or another. And, you know, uh, they can be abusive unsupportive. I mean, all the things everybody already knows, you know, and it's like, at what point do you say, you know what? Enough is enough. There's no pleasing this person. You know, I just can't deal with it anymore. You yeah. know, at what point do you 
get there. And, and the problem is it's not the same for every, every person, you know, getting to that point is different for, for every single person. You know, it's just how much can somebody take? And like, when you say abuse, it, that's not just physical abuse. It can be physical, no. abuse, but in a lot of cases it's mental abuse. Um, uh, uh, you, you know, know, dare I say, and I've said, yeah, and I've said it before. I think the, the mental and emotional abuse is worse than the physical. Yeah. I'd kind of rather get punched in the fucking face and deal with all that bullshit you know you know not that i'm condoning one over the other because i mean come on i mean that, that, that's ridiculous but you know the physical side of things you know bones heal bruises go away the emotional scars live forever yeah 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 without a doubt i mean all the stuff we've been through i mean that it's it's basically the narrative of all of our stories right um we did we've all dealt with fucked up shit so we can all relate to each other unfortunately but um you know, that's the thing that we talk about all the time. I don't talk about a fight that I got in high school or something like that. And uh, whether I won or not or whether I bled or not, it doesn't matter. Like, I just don't really think about that kind of stupid ass shit. It's it's the uh, it's the things that people do to you that fuck with your brain, unfortunately, is what really sticks. Well, yeah, no doubt. You know, and, you know, you, you look at, you know, people that you consider friends and, you know, you don't realize it at the time, but, you know, they may be twisting things to get stuff from you or to manipulate situations and you know it's you look back on it and go okay wait a minute what was this person's end game <laughs> you know and there, it's like what? that's the problem with toxic people there is no end game right it's you know and <laughs> yeah and you know then then you finally reach a point where you look back over a certain amount of time and go well shit this isn't cool no yeah you know, th this has been going on all along and I didn't even realize it. So so then you bring in the relationship aspect of it and it's OK. Well, are you upset at what they did or upset at how it played out? Right. Right. I mean, I think it's a mixture of everything, really. I mean, it just sucks because you don't know. Anybody could be a toxic person. And like you said, oh, you know, it's, it's one way with a, with, with family, one way with friends. It's also a different way and, uh, with a partner, you know, in relationships and whatnot and just people in general, bosses, coworkers, it's all, you know, they're, they're all present all the time. And, you know, it's, it's, it's taxing on the mind and body. It's emotional and it's, it's draining. It's, it's, uh, uh, it just, it's just, it, it's, it's fucking exhausting. These people, it, it's exhausting having to maneuver and deal with them. Um, you know, I always joke around because of the corporate world that I used to live in, you know, dealt with a bunch of type A personalities that you kind of had to, you know, bob and weave and, 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 and teach yourself how to tr almost train yourself how to speak to these individuals and, and actually, you know, like you learn their body, body languages and stuff like that. And, and, and know like how to approach certain situations with them. And it's like, but they don't do, they don't reciprocate that kind of thing. They're just one way. One, it's like just, just one direction. No thinking about a, B or C it's, it's, it's just full right. blown, you know, straight ahead and and so that's exhausting to me uh to even think about right now or to bring back up damn shit <laughs> i would say it's it's almost sociopathic behavior yeah because they they have zero conscience exactly exactly you know, and it, it's funny I, I i once worked with a guy that you know i i, I considered a friend 
all the you know, all the time he was patting me on the back and, and I thought he had my back behind the scenes. He was causing more drama and stirring up more, more crap than anybody could ever realize. And it's like, what, what are you trying to prove? You know, I mean, it's like, we're all in the same boat. We all have the same goal. All same team, we're, right? Yeah. We're, and maybe that's my name, my nativity. Um, because, you know, uh, you and I have known each other a long time. I'm, I'm the biggest team player there is, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, if I succeed, you succeed and, and, and vice versa. And, you know, it's just like, why, why would someone choose to be a cancer when they don't need to be? Precisely. I mean, the whole same team and team player and all that kind of stuff. It's super important to me, but uh, you know, you've, there's so many, there's so many makeups, if you will, that, that make a toxic person. And narcissism is just a huge, huge, uh, huge makeup of, of those individuals. And, um, something, something's going on there, right? Like, when when someone tries to just belittle you and just take you down and destroy you for whether it be jealousy, whether it be just anything, or or they they have a shitty home life and they think you have a good one, so I mean you're dead in their radar. You're under attack. Right. Uh, you didn't do anything, but that's that's their way of coping. Um, and it's super unfortunate to see and to witness and, or, you know, I guess he is witness, but it, it go through that experience. But, uh, you know, it's pretty much unavoidable. They're just out there. Um, but I think that, you know, there's deeper, deeper issues, um, not just chemical imbalances really, but deeper issues, uh, uh, like, like I said, something going on at home, like they're actually getting their ass kicked at home or, or, you know, they're dealing with, with, you know, maybe it's a death in the family or, but, but. You know that those are, I guess you could say that's a temporary feeling. Yeah, I'll say that that's kind of a temporary situation, though. You know, especially death in the family. You know, that's a, you know, you grieve, you get past it. Yeah. You know, but but uh, you know, when I think toxic people, I think twenty four seven out for themselves, no regard for anybody. You know that that whole screw you attitude. You know, right. And right. you know when I think toxicity that's what i think of yeah yeah i guess i guess that's a better point because even if even if the home life is bad and it gets better they stay toxic you know so like i don't know i I would love to help these people but they're pretty much uh unapproachable (laughs) well and you can't help somebody that doesn't want help and doesn't see what they're doing well yeah i think that's uh that you know they have an innate ability to believe themselves to be right all the time um and think that they're doing good when they're actually doing harm um so uh yeah i don't know how you fix that really without yeah and 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 they're you know like you said there are different levels of it you know you can have friends that are that way you can have co-workers that way but what happens when it's family and that's something you and i can totally relate to as we've talked about a million times yep. on this podcast before you know I, anybody that's that's listened to us for any amount of time you know, you know, our stories, you know, we're, we've been pretty open about stuff, you know, Brandon with his mom, you know, me with, with my father that I haven't seen in 15 years, you know, and it's, you know, at what point I I know in my situation, you know, when, when things went South, you know, with my father, you know, he ultimately thought that he was hurting me because, you know, he flat out disowned me. And that's a quote, 
um, you know, and he thought he was hurting me, but in reality, he he lifted that weight off my shoulders. Yeah. Um, because I had spent, you know, 27, 28 years trying to make this dude happy that was never going to be happy with anything. And, you know, when he did that, it was just, I, I could just sit back and take a deep breath. And it was like, okay. I'm good. Mm. You know, there's no getting past this. There's no getting through to it. I'm done. Let's move on. You do you. I'll do me. And, you know, that, it, it worked out for the best. And, and ultimately, that's been a big burden taken off of my shoulders. Uh, does it bother me? It'll always bother me. Um, you know, could I have looking back? Could I have done anything different? I don't know. Um, you know, when, when you're a kid and you grow up in that situation, you know, it's kind of ingrained in you. That behavior is ingrained in you. So, you know, it, it's a learned thing. And, you know, especially in the formative years growing up, you know, that kind of stuff sticks with you forever. So, you know, is there something I could have done different? I don't know. Is there anything I, I should have known to do different? No. Right. Um, you know, and I think you can relate to that, you know, with the situation with your mom. Um, no, it's not just her. I mean, the majority of it is her, but it's uh, a lot of that side of my family. And, you know, you say, is there anything you could have done different? Um, I just, I try to, I try not to drown myself in the what ifs, right? Um, cause what if really doesn't matter. What matters is right. now, you know, in the future. So, uh, I try, like I said, I try not to drown myself in what ifs and let my head like kind of just spiral. Um, but, you know, you, there's only you, there's only so many olive branches you can you can extend out before you run out. You know, um, before yeah. it just becomes moot, and you know it's just obviously not working. That the best thing for all parties is to just like cut bait, like you said, and 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 just just disappear, man. That was the best thing I could have done for myself. That's that was part of my healing. Um, when I was going through my, my, you know, rough patches with anxiety and stuff like that. And, uh, when I was uh, in therapy, you know, they, they talk about creating boundaries, right? So that's their, that's the, that's the term that they, they try to use in that world to deal with, you know, the toxicity that we're going through in, in those people. And you try to set boundaries with someone that is, you know, a narcissist at heart and controlling, you know, psychopath, whatever you want to do. Uh, there's no boundary to set. Like they don't respect boundaries. They never did. And they never will. Um, they'll do anything to break down, you know, that stuff and, and, and manipulate others around you to go, uh, around your boundary, you know, and, and get a written and get like a lift out of you uh, in some way, shape or form. So I don't know, man, if anybody, if anybody, has set boundaries uh, in a situation like the one that we're talking about now with toxic people and stuff like that. And it worked. Tell me the recipe because it never worked for me. I had to just, just shut myself off. That was the only thing that helped me. Yeah. And, and, you know, those types of people, you know, they, they want you to, you know, doubt your decision-making, you know, they want you to be dependent on them, you know, no matter what the situation is, they want to, they want to buy you. Yeah. Yep. You know, they're, they're constantly, in. yeah, constantly judgmental. And, uh, you know, the, a lot of these type of people, you know, for lack of a better term are denialist <laughs> because yeah. nothing's ever their fault. You know, nothing is ever, 
you know, they, they never take responsibility for themselves. It's, Oh, woe is me. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, let's, let's be brutally honest. A lot of people that, you know, are toxic like this, they lack stability, you know, whether it's financial or professional or, you know, emotionally, you know, so they're trying to find that stability while knocking you down to their level. Yeah. But once they knock you down, what do they do? They just keep going, man. Like there's no, they just move on to the next. It's the old thing. Yeah. It's the old thing about, you know, I'm going to, prop myself up while I knock you down. And, and that's, I mean, that's just brutal. Yeah. I mean, it's like this, man. I'll give a really good example. Uh, after I got married, you know, my parents, uh, got divorced and whatnot. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll shit hit the fan basically with them, uh, for many reasons. And she, you know, when he was out of the picture for a while, she had no one to fucking beat up and, you know, mentally beat up and abuse and like punch and all that shit. So then I got it, you know, and I'm like, damn, damn, like, this is what he was going through. I'm like, oh, my God. So, uh, you know, and it, and it, man, it got brutal, like nasty, nasty, vicious, vicious words and, and mm-hmm. things that you just shouldn't even tell a son, what, just a human being. Um, so that's what I mean. So that, 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 that need for drama in their lives and control and, and manipulation and, all that stuff, it never, it never goes away. They always have to have that, that just, just mess in their life, that, that, you know, just turmoil, if you will. It balances them out, I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just guessing at this point, but, uh, boy, did I ever get it, you know, like once, once she didn't have something to kick, kick around, I became that person. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, you know, yeah. And, and right now we're talking about people that, actively know they're what they're doing, yeah. you know, know that they're manipulating, but you know, a, a lot of times people don't even realize what they're doing. Yeah, no, well, that's the thing. Uh, and I don't want to call anybody out there, you know, gullible or anything like that, but some people just don't recognize that stuff. You know, like when we were talking to Drew last week, um, you know, like you had said, you had someone behind your back, uh, you thought it was like one of your good friends and he had a very similar story, work story and stuff like that. Um, you just, uh, sometimes you, you just don't recognize what's actually really going on. And it's not, not someone being gullible. It's that other person's doing a damn good job at being toxic, <laughs> you know? Right. But yeah, but you know, I, I'm saying sometimes, you know, toxic people aren't doing it to be malicious. You know, sometimes, you know, it's a passive aggressive thing and they don't even realize they're doing it. And and that's that can make it really difficult sometimes, you know, because, you know, again, like I talked about, you know, in my case, you know, growing up in a kind of an awkward and a a bad situation, it's ingrained in them. So it's a learned behavior and they don't even realize they're doing it. I don't. I. Can you give me an example of that? Because, like, I feel like they do know what they're doing all the time. Um, because they always have an like a goal of some sort. So for every for every story told, there's embellishment. You know, for every for every one up on someone's story, there's the habitual lying and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So so for example, you know, somebody says, "Hey, um, you know, I was gonna." I was going to call you to see if you wanted to go out Friday night, but I didn't think you'd want to. Mm-hmm. That passive aggressiveness. Right. And that that's kind of where I'm going with that. And it's like, well, 
you didn't ask. You didn't know. You just assumed, oh, what was me? You right. know, and, and that's, yeah, I've used this before. You know, it, it, I, you know, I jokingly say that they're a travel agent for guilt trips, you know, <laughs> and it's like, you know, why preface something with that right just to make me feel bad over something that i had no idea you were doing well it's like my this dude it's my it's my chuck e cheese story have i told that story to you yeah okay well i'll just you know shortly tell it but it's kind of the same thing but again she knew exactly what she was doing to me so i got in trouble i stood up too soon on the bus or the van that was going to my daycare. Good God, I was daycare. I was like in kindergarten or some shit, like first grade. And they held me in, like, I I still to this day, I remember it so well, but I don't know what, like, why it was such a big deal, but I guess it was a really big deal. Um, but I stood up too soon before the, the van had, you know, parked and I got in trouble and they told my mom, and my mom was like, and I was gonna just, you know, you had to, you had to F up today, right? You had to fuck up today. And I'm just like crying and stuff. And she's like, and to think I was gonna take you to Chuck E. Cheese. Now look at you. And right. she shut my door, right? So, Again, she knew exactly what the, what she was doing. Was she going to take me to Chuck E. Cheese? Fuck no, she wasn't going to take me to Chuck E. Cheese. But like, she knew that would that would hurt me, and she knew how to hurt me. And that's that's the type of shit I'm talking about. And that's the mental stuff that sticks with you. Like here we are on a on a open mental health podcast, and I'm talking about Chuck E. Cheese right now, and not breaking bones and punching people, punching people's faces. And I mean, that's right. the shit. That's the noodle that sticks to the goddamn wall. That's it. And, and the noodle never goes away, unfortunately. Yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, I, I think we're kind of talking the same thing and, and kind of not, but, but yeah, no, you're, you're spot on, you know, they, they use and, and, and manipulate things, you know, just, just to wear on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and you know, it's funny you use the term narcissist. You know, I I, I truly believe, and, and again, there are there are different forms of toxic people in this mm-hmm. world. So to try to to categorize and and you know stereotype all of them under one umbrella just, just isn't fair. Yeah, it, and it isn't fair. But you know, you, you talk about people that constantly make things about themselves. Yep. You know, it's and, always about them. Right. You know, and it, it, I'm, I'm kind of tiptoeing here. Um, Why? We don't tiptoe. <laughs> yeah. No, sometimes, sometimes you got to tiptoe. But, uh, you know, uh, there, there are certain situations, you know, life situations where, you know, it's it's a family event or, you know, it's a it's a friend's wedding or it's this or it, it's that or it, it's a memorial for someone. And that's a different, but that's a difference between you and I. And I'm not like trying to say I'm not a toxic person because I'm not perfect, but that's a difference between you and I and actually have like having feelings and, and actually genuinely caring about people. See, we realize that on those days, like, hey, let's let the gloves are off for a little bit. Let's handle our shit. Let's be respectful. Those those gloves may appear to come off for those individuals, but they're still on. They're just acting in right. a different way. And they're still, they're still, they're motivated. They're still driven. They're still driven. They can see the the end in sight. You know what they're what they're trying to accomplish. They're just being nicer about it. It's just a different form of control. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know, you've got somebody that's going through a, a life changing event, 
and you look to the left and you just see somebody sulking and making it about themselves when it has nothing to do with them in the first place, you know? And it's like, what, what are you trying to prove? I don't know, man. I, I, you know, it's like, none of this has, yeah, you know, and it's, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, everybody's trying to have a good time and trying to celebrate the life event of whatever it is, you know, or, or whatever's going on that is completely irrelevant to, you know, the person trying to control things and, you know, the, the toxic person, you know, playing games. And it's like, is it really that important to you? I Well, it's the same question I ask myself every time when I'm talking about these individuals. It's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be talking to someone else and I'm like, you know what? You know, it, we, we, we present an idea or a situation, you know, hypothetical, like, well, like someone's going to pass, right? Like, you know, what happens when so-and-so has gone? Uh, it's like, you know, it, it'll be bad. But then, and then the question always comes up, what will change? You know, right. like, is it going to end at that point? What's next? What happens after that? What happens when this person's gone? What happens when this, this job is no longer what happens to you? What happens? Because again, the toxic moves on to the next mission at hand, right. whatever that may be in the head. So it's yeah, just, no doubt. That's and, what's and, so exhausting know, about it. Oh, it, it's beyond exhausting. And it, it's just, it's frustrating and, and it's, it's going to sound so lame, but it's such a downer, Yes, you know, and it's like, everybody's got their own goals. Everybody's, you know, driven to do, do something. And yet you're doing everything you can do to derail it. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're the term. I don't think that's stupid. What you said, it's a downer or lame or whatever. You're walking on eggshells. You, you know, it's, you're avoiding this situation because it's so mentally exhausting. You're like, I just, I just can't right now. I can't, I can't deal with that person. I can't I just, please don't open that can of worms. You know, let's use all the phrases that we can because they're out there and they all relate to toxic people. You just, you avoid situations, which makes it so unfortunate that you have to do it that way. But it's like, I just don't, I can't right now. I can't, I, I can't, I can't deal with Karen. I think that's like the ongoing term right now. Like I can't Karen right now. Fuck like no fucking way. I'm not doing nope. Nope. nope bye. See ya. And someone right. else has to deal with Karen. Right. Bye Felicia. Bye Felicia. <laughs> bye. So, so, you know, we all deal with these people and we all get to a point in our lives where, you know, you hit a crossroads. You can either keep dealing with it at, at your own expense or cut ties. And, you know, cutting ties can be a very tough situation and, uh, and circumstance. And, you know, I'm one of those people that when I cut ties, I'm done. done. You know, there's no, no going back a period. I'm, I'm done. You're done. We're good. You do you, I'll do me. Mm-hmm. But you know, how, when you get to that point, what's your first step? Uh, personally, uh, since I've done it so many times, um, you know, uh, first step is, I mean, for me, it was, I don't want to say it was, it wasn't hard. Cause it, getting the hard part for me was getting to that moment of realizing, dude, you have to take yourself out of this situation. Like, right. like you're, 
you're you're going to end up this is going to end up affecting your family you know that you're trying to take care of and provide for and stuff like my daughter and everything my wife and all this stuff so it's like that's the hard that's the hard part is getting getting to that decision where it's like dude i i just i have to walk away from this completely the, that the walking away was pretty much the easiest part for me shutting down and shutting off and blocking all that shit was the easiest thing to do because of how bad it got and how bad it gets uh, for, I mean, everybody's gotta be different, but that first step of just being like, I am fucking done. That's the easiest thing to do. I think the hardest thing is to stay in it and, and just try and make it work and try and fix it and try to relate and try to deal and try to cope and try to coexist and all that shit just doesn't work. Um, so that's the first step, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's how it is with me and that's how it's been. So, uh, you know, cause I could fight all fucking day long if I wanted to, but I just don't want to. There's, it's like fighting with a damn wall. It does, right. it does nothing. Yeah. And, and, you know, to piggyback that, you know, uh, coming to the realization that whoever you're cutting ties with probably isn't going to understand why you're doing it. And realizing that no matter what you do and what you say, it's not going to matter because they're not going to understand. No, and they will, they'll, will, they'll refuse to try to understand. They won't understand. And then they'll call you selfish for it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, the worst thing you can do in situations like that is to, to go immature and start name calling or, you know, start, start trying to shrink the person and, and play, you know, home psychologist and say, well, you know, you're doing this because of this, 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 this. No, there, it doesn't work like that. Nope. You know, when you finally get to the point where it's time to cut ties and be done and take a break, uh, I'm not even, no, you know what? That's a poor choice of words. I'm not even going to say take a break, just cut ties. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to do what's best for you. And if other people don't understand that, that's on them. Yeah, and I think the toughest thing to do, uh, a bit of advice, because um, <laughs> even if it feels good to react and, 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 and make a point and prove yourself right and stuff like that, don't waste your time. Don't, don't waste no. your time. Don't stop reacting because that's what's feeding it. That's what's feeding it. So if you decide to walk away, cut ties and somebody does something, um, you know, looking for uh, a reaction of some sort out of you and in any way, I'm talking good or evil or bad or whatever. It doesn't matter if they get, if they get to you, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a brownie point or that's a score for them. Um, and it does nothing. Whatever you did, whatever your reaction was, did nothing. So the right. best thing to do is actually do nothing. Well, and, and you know, to, to go a step further on that, you know, I, I know people love to say the whole I told you so thing. Yeah. Yeah, they love to be right. And, you know, that's one of the worst things you can do because even though you cut ties, that person's still living in your head. Because you're constantly thinking about it and you're constantly waiting on that, the, the other shoe to drop. So you can say, Hey, I told you so. And you know, what ultimately, what does that prove? Nothing. I mean, you know, I, I think in the beginning when you walk away or I, again, man, I feel like when you're in it, you're that that's constantly in your head and constantly uh, nagging you when even when the person's not around or something like that. But I don't know for me, man, I, I, I really don't think about it. Like it, I've, I've, I've really cut ties. <laughs> I've really cut ties. I mean, emotionally, like even in my mind, like 
I, you know, I wonder sometimes and, you know, I'm sometimes curious, but for the most part, I don't even think about it. That's how, like, that's how cut off I am from, from toxic, toxic situations and people. Um, so, but you know, that's just me and I can only tell, tell you what, what my experience is. So it's probably tougher for people that, uh, that, you know, consistently think about, uh, the people they're trying to walk away from or situations and, and whatnot. It's just, I, I just happens to be, um, really easy for me to do. Yeah, and, and and truthfully, that's something that a lot of people struggle with, and I did for a long time. You know, I, I've always been the type, like I said, when I cut somebody off, you're done. But I keep an eye on them, waiting on that shoe to drop. And mm-hmm. I, I used to, I used to be that way. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I, I don't want to say vengeful, but because you know, I had no control over what happened in their lives. But you know, when something would happen, that you know. I would say, hey, look, if you keep going down this road, this is this is what's going to happen. And then, you know, you cut ties and sure as shit, it happens. You know, I, I used to I, I and I openly admit I used to be that. I told you so, guy. No, oh, like I and, get it. So like, you, you know, the person you cut ties with and you're like, oh, wait, I just I give it two months and this person's going to blah, 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 blah. And then you'll come out of the woodworks and be like, bitch, told you so. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. I totally I, I openly I totally used to be that guy. Gotcha. And. You know, it's like, okay, you made your point. Why do you have to kick the dead mule? You know, yeah, it's dead. You know, why, why even poke the bear? Right. But well, you know, I, I totally used to be that way, and then luckily I've matured and outgrown it. But you know, it's it's tough because even though, like I said, you cut ties, that person still rented space in your head. Oh yeah, man. And you'll never a hundred percent, you know, get them out, you know, <laughs> of your head or into those situations and stuff like that. And we've all done stuff that we're not proud of. I mean, damn, uh, you, you're a different person when you're in your teens, you're a different person when you're in your twenties, you're different when you're in oh, your thirties. And I mean, it's just, there's so, there's so much evolving and learning and maturing and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, you know, and I, <laughs> you can easily do things that you regret, right? Um, thankfully I'm not really in, in any of those situations. I, I don't really regret anything. Uh, I regret that all these things had to happen, but you know, they happened out of my control because c- control is an illusion. Um, right. but like your situation, you know, you kind of feel bad about, you know, I told you so kind of thing, but it, shit, it reminds me of Dave Chappelle. He's like, gotcha, bitch. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's like a meme or something. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you know, um, uh, that sucks, but you know, you're, you learn from it. Like, look, right. you have to go through these things. I love failing, you know? Um, I love failing because it makes me that much smarter next time I go to do it again. Um, and things of that nature. So I think the same thing with that. Like, if we do shit that we're not proud of, it, we, 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 we learn the hard way and, you know, we're more appreciative of it. And when we see it in others, we're more attentive and can help out. Yeah, dealing with failure, that's 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 a whole other episode cuz I do not deal with failure well at all. So that 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 may be that may be next week's episode. Hey man, <laughs> I can talk about that too. All day. But <laughs> but you know, the big thing is, you know, when you need to cut ties with people, you know, they're never going to understand, you know, especially if it's a parent. If it's a parent or a family member, trying to reason with them it's it's pointless 
Yeah. And, you know, as a kid that went through it and, and I'm sure you can relate to that, uh, you know, you do everything you can or, or, or you should in your life. You know, as a kid, all you want to do is make your your parents proud and, you know, make them happy. And growing up, that's that's ingrained in your head. But when that doesn't happen, you know, and then you finally get to that point and you realize it's not going to happen. You know, the best thing is to just, you know, walk away and, you know, it coming to that realization is 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 the tough part. But, you know, the the thing is, you know, and, and with something that. You know, one of the articles I read said, you know, embrace the fact that you can't know the future. And, you know, that's not to say that down the road, if somebody you cut ties with comes back around and things change, that you can't mend those fences. Because, you know, if if a person's toxic now, like you just said, people change. People you change. know, people, yeah, you know, people in their 20s are different from in their 30s and different from in their 40s and so on. And, you know... I'm not saying cut them off permanently, but at least for that time, I know I'm saying permanent. No, I'm just, yeah, but live with that in your heart, man. I've I've always had to have to have an element of forgiveness, you know, Uh, especially if someone that was that far down the, the cuckoo, you know, path or whatever, and they find themselves, you know, better and out of it, then yeah, you know, mend things like you said repair it uh um but like i don't know man i i i'm thankful in a weird ass way because everything everything that i experience is everything i'm not as a uh, as you know as a, a human being really um and i you know i have the fucked up situations to think for that um you know, so in a weird way, I'm I'm kind of grateful. I don't know. I, it sounds sounds weird to say, but it tr- I truly am because would I be the same person if I hadn't gone through that stuff? I don't think so. I mean, I still think right. I'd be a good person and and still have all, all these good qualities that I think I have uh, that I kind of pride myself in. Um, but I definitely uh, I feel more educated on on shit than than a lot of people. So. Right. And, and, you know, the, the, the big thing that I need to throw out there is a lot of times when you cut toxic people out of your life, um, you know, they've manipulated things to where, you know, there, there's a hole and, you know, it's, I, I don't want to say you're, de- you know, it's codependency, but, you know, a lot of times people that are toxic, you know, control things. And, you know, when you finally cut that tie, there's, there's normally a hole there. And you wonder, okay, should I go back and make this right? Did I overreact? And, and and the thing to keep in mind is, you know, you're not alone in this. You know, everybody goes through this at some point or another. And, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to, to the positive people in your life and say, look, this is what's going on. This is what happened. You know, can we get together and do dinner? And I just need to clear my head. You know, I, I think that's a big key because, you know, when you cut somebody out of your life, and then you just go home and sit on it. Your brain is going to work overtime trying to convince you that you may not have done the right thing. Yeah. No. I, I, yeah. I believe that. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. You know, don't, don't let your, don't let your brain take over and, and play tricks on you when you know you've done the right thing. Easier said and, than done. Oh, dude, trust me. I, I totally understand that. But, you know, the mind is a beautiful thing and it's a scary thing all at the same time. And that's why we're doing this podcast. You know, 
it can play tricks on you. And, you know, it, you can be thinking one thing, but your brain will be telling you something else. Where, and, where you know, when you finally, enemy. Oh, absolutely. And then when you finally get to that point in your life where enough is enough, stick to your guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, again, if you don't, that's only going to give the toxic person that much more control over your life. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you have to, you have to, you know, you have to find that innate ability to stay strong um, and stick with your decision and not, you know, waver and stuff like that. Um, Cause that can quickly become toxic, toxic in and of itself, you know? Um, and it just makes situa- the situation even worse. And then, then that can lead to you, you know, doubting yourself, feeling like a failure or feeling like you're not strong enough to do certain things, which can lead to feeling down on yourself to all these different things. Um, so yeah, I mean, good advice there. Definitely. Uh, but definitely, uh, you know, get out of your own head and stuff like that. And if you make a decision to cut ties, you know, stick with it. Stick with it. It's going to, in the long run, you will realize that uh, trusting your gut and doing what's right for yourself and those that you care for around you, it's going to make you feel better and you'll be a better person because of it. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, it's, it's tough. But like I said, stick to your guns because if you don't, it's only going to end up biting you in the ass in the long run. So, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, for today, I, I think that pretty much covers it, you know, just, yeah. you know, be wary and, and keep your eye out for toxic people because, you know, sometimes there's a wolf in sheep clothing that you think is close to you, but really they're not. I wouldn't say so, sometimes I'd say, just imagine that, that wolf out there all the time. You just be cognizant yeah. of your surroundings, man. That's all. Yeah. I mean, and and if, there. yeah. If, and, and if something doesn't feel right, chances are it's not right. Trust your gut. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's going to do it for this week. Guys, we want to start hearing from you. Uh, you know, follow us on, on the Facebook page, uh, A Place For My Head. It's, it's facebook.com slash a place for my head dot com. And the dot is capitalized. We want to start hearing some more of your stories. We want to get you guys more involved. You've heard our stories a million times. We've had some great guests, but we want to start hearing from you. Uh, you know, if you've got a story that you think could help somebody else going through something that you've gone through, let us know. We would love to talk to you because, uh, you know, when, when we launched this podcast, that was one of our goals was to, you know, share stories to help people. So, you know, we definitely want to hear from you again. Message us at uh, facebook.com slash a place for my head dot com. And, uh, you know, uh, we want to hear your stories and, you know, we want to hear, you know, your struggles and how you've overcome them. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all in this crazy boat together. And, you know, we all need to, to paddle our oars in the same direction. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, make sure to follow us on social media. He is at Brandon Promo on uh, all social media platforms. I am at Jerry P. Tuck, P-E-T. U-C-K. And uh, that's going to do it for this week, guys. So until next week, don't forget the hashtag. Get it out. This is a Live Bold and Boss Up Quick Fix on Radio Influence. This week, we really wanted to talk about um, the benefits of working remote. There's, you know, so many people right now working remote. Uh, working from home, working from the coffee shop, wherever they can, I guess, get some peace. Um, And, you know, maybe that's a little frustrating, but we're here to like 
shine some light on the positivity of working from home. Right. I think people either love it or hate it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, before I feel like companies, if they weren't remote, then they are now, obviously. And then a lot of them are staying remote. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Those those people who went into the office every single day, they're probably, I know a lot of them that we've talked to are like banging their heads against the wall. Right. And flexible schedules are becoming the norm, which is great. There's a lot of benefits to it. What would you say is one of the benefits that employees get from working from home? I mean, obviously, I would say number one being a flexible schedule. You can, you know, kind of plan your day around. Yeah. Flexible schedule. You can plan your day around maybe if you have kiddos at home Mm -hmm. or maybe you don't have a lot of space in your house. Maybe your spouse or significant other or roommate maybe needs a private room. You can kind of figure that out, figure out your schedule. Maybe you could even work earlier in the morning and then maybe work later at night if that kind of works better for you. Yeah. And even since you don't have that commute time, You can work out in the morning or work out in the afternoon. You know, do something for yourself. Live Bold and Boss Up with Stephanie Marchese and Ashley Jiraki can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. 